Faith is the lifestyle and how we survive. We must have daily faith, which is produced and grows on an everyday basis. We know God, we hear God, and we believe God. So like Maya Angelou said, when you learn, teach, when you get, give. Hey y'all, hey, what's up? Happy Saturday. It's your girl Shakira and you already know we're live from the Clawfist, my closet slash office space where it goes down each and every Saturday here on the Faith Podcast. I'm so happy you've joined me again today. Like you are so special. I appreciate you. I really, really do. If you're listening to this right this moment on Saturday at 830 in the morning or if you're listening to the replay, that's okay. I really appreciate each of you. Y'all make this so worthwhile. And without you, it really wouldn't be possible. Okay, so make sure you continue to tune in and listen here on the Faith Podcast. Share if you care. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, happy Saturday, y'all. It is my mother's birthday weekend. So we're celebrating. We're enjoying this time. And yeah, what are y'all up to? What are you doing on this good Saturday? Let me know. Hit me up. Okay. But today I have some really good stuff to share. I hope y'all already caught up on season one, first and foremost. And then episode one dropped last week. So y'all already know we're on episode two and it's going to be But before we get into the message, y'all already know, I want to start off with the question of the day. The question of the day is, if you had to send a 10-word text message to everyone in your phone, what would it say? Y'all, I have four really good answers that I want to share today. Someone said, sorry, we don't spend time together as much as we should. Another response, I love you. You are capable of anything. Be blessed. Another Keep fighting. Your battle is your battle for a reason. And the last one, you're appreciated no matter if we talk every day or not. Y'all, shift happens and sometimes we go days and weeks and sometimes months and years without talking to the people that we care about or the people in our context. So I posed that question to my Instagram stories and those were the responses that we got I want us to just do a better job at checking in on each other like we need to do better I know we get caught up in the day-to-day life and everything that's going on around us but I think at least monthly would be okay and that works on both ends like we're all adults here and everyone can make a better effort to check on everyone so yeah, I thought that was a good question. I thought it was interesting just to see like what everybody would say to each other. And it's like, let's not wait until the person is gone to give them their flowers or to really say how much they meant to us or to check in on them or see what's going on with them. Let's do better. So we're going to jump right on into it today. Y'all already got a little gist of what it's going to be about. The title of today's message is Shift Happens. I said shift, S-H-I-F-T happens, okay? Today's message is titled Shift Happens because guilt is finished and we have to understand that shift happens. When you're becoming the best version of yourself, that's just what it is. Things are going to happen. 
Don't worry about tomorrow. God knows our needs. Matthew 6, 28. How many times have you been sitting around worried about all the things that's on your to-do list for tomorrow, all the bills that you got to take care for tomorrow, all the things that you need to accomplish on tomorrow, just everything, worrying, worrying, worrying about everything. Well, the Bible says don't worry about tomorrow because God already knows our needs. So why do we continue to do it? Why? We are burdened by guilt, constantly thinking about the shoulds and the coulds and the have-beens. Guilty if we do, guilty if we don't. We cannot be burdened by guilt any longer. It says so in the Bible. And if we continue to do so, we're basically being disobedient. And I want to share a quick story today. I was so guilty. And I know a lot of my mamas can feel me on this. Um, Mom guilt is really real when it comes to so many different aspects of mommying. But particularly for me, I felt really guilty when... I got pregnant and I was like in the transition of figuring out what I was about to do for my next career move. And I had my own plans of what that looked like and what I was going to get ready to be doing. But I also knew of what I envisioned as a mother when it, you know, became my time and my time came and I just couldn't accept the fact that I'm really about to be a mother and I felt guilty because I felt like well I have so many more things that I need to accomplish you know before this period of my life and it's like who am I to even determine that like I cannot determine what I need to complete and how I need to complete it and what order it needs to be completed like that's all up to God God already knows the plans that he has for us um, before we were formed in our mother's womb so Long story short, like I felt really guilty about staying at home with my baby or going back to work. And I know this sounds crazy. And I actually wrote a blog post about mom shaming. So if you haven't checked that out, check that out on lifeissosincere.com. It's a blog post about stop mom shaming because it's hard. And it's hard to accept the fact that everyone's lives look looks different okay now some of us may be single moms married moms co-parenting whatever some may be stay-at-home moms work-at-home moms full-time mamas no job mamas whatever but the reality for me was I could not accept the fact that I'm about to be at home I don't know what my income is going to be for sure every single day when I've been used to since I, I like I told y'all before I started working I was 14 years old like I've been used to making my own money knowing how much I'm gonna have knowing how much I'm gonna tie knowing how much I'm gonna save just knowing my money and I felt guilty because I'm like I'm not gonna know that I don't know how this is gonna play out am I gonna be able to do this can I take care of my baby it was just a hot mess okay but I had God to reassure me that everything's going to be okay. Like, what am I worrying for? Then I also had my significant other to reassure me, like, I'm here for you. You don't have to worry about those things. That's why God blessed us with each other. And y'all, that was a huge reality check. Like, wow, I never had anybody say, like, I'm here for you. Like, you know, that we're going to get through this together. And that's what's great about having that partner and knowing that, 
they seek God and they know God just like you do. And they understand that everything is already taken care of. So that was like a huge reality check for me. And y'all, ever since I got past that barrier, life's been good. Okay. Like literally I can't be worrying about all these different things when the Bible clearly tells me don't worry about tomorrow. God knows my needs. So he's been providing my needs um, ever since I stopped working my career and I haven't went without and that's truly something that I'm thankful for and I thank God every single day and it's really a blessing and I know a lot of times like we look at like the materialist things that we may not be able to have but that's okay like when I say I haven't went without I mean like I have a roof over my head I have food on the table I have clothes on my back I'm in a sheltered loving environment and I know this may be hard for you to look at in that way and you may be like well I went without this this and this and this but you still have your mind you haven't lost your mind yet you haven't taken your life like there's some people out here who have taken their lives for a lot less than what we're going through so I think it's just like super important to not guilt ourselves and not worry because the Bible says so and know that God has your back no matter what. So today I have three points for y'all and point number one is it's okay to reroute. Society has tried to make us believe that there's only one route for success and that's the American dream. We all know that they say, go to college, graduate, you'll get a career and then you can retire and then you can live life. That's the American dream. And granted, some people have done that and that's been their journey of success. But there's also a plethora of other examples that have not done it that way. And they're also very successful and their lives are also very great. So I think it's very important for us to understand that just because that looks like somebody else's route doesn't mean that that's going to be your route. And that's okay. Because yes, I graduated. I went to college. I had a career. But no, I didn't retire from there. And no, I didn't wait to live life after I retired. Like I'm living life as I go through my journey in life, as I'm on the route of life. And God has blessed me in other ways to be able to bring in finances and to be able to pursue my passion and things like that. And I think it's important for everyone to look at their circumstances and their situation, no matter how great or how bad it may be. And just look at the opportunities that God has given you and not compare to what the American dream says it should have been because everybody is different. Okay. Everybody's route is different. If we think about a GPS, think about a GPS when you put in a specific address to a location. They give you a few options to choose from and then you choose the best one that fits you. Well, the only difference with us is that God is the navigator of our life and he has a route for us, but sometimes it's going to be rerouted and we have to have faith and trust that when we're being rerouted, it's because he works in ways that we can't see. And he uses deviations to get us to the place he wants us to be. And sometimes he doesn't see that we're ready for that next level. So he may have temporary roadblocks put up until we get ourselves together or get closer to him to be able to reach that new level or be prepared for that new level. 
And we have to learn to accept that and be okay with that, that sometimes it's going to be detours. Sometimes it's going to be roadblocks and God has a destination for you. And it's going to be for you no matter what, but it may not be on your timing. Remember God's timing is always perfect. So it's okay to reroute just like on even with a GPS, if you choose that specific um, route to that destination, there may um, be traffic in the road and they reroute you a different way, or there may be an accident and they reroute you a different way. And you're okay with that. And you go with it. You may be bad for a second, but same thing with God, just because he reroutes you or puts up roadblocks, we can't be mad at him because he did. So like we have to know and trust that it's for our better good. So point number two, you need to reorganize. God specializes in bringing us out. Okay. He turns bad situations into good. He breaks down financial barriers and so much more. But the problem is so many of us have organized or structured our lives without God being the head. Ooh, all right. Let me tell you again. Some of us have already organized and structured our lives without God being ahead. How can we expect our father to bless us, our life, or anything that we have going on when we don't even have our life organized where he comes first all the time? Not, yes, I believe in God, I trust God when I feel like it or when I have time. No, all the time. Okay, Now, for example, when we pay bills before we pay God, that's not putting him first. When we worship technology before we worship God in the mornings, that's not putting him first. When we give our job and our career our time, but we don't give God his time, that's not putting him first. So many times, intentionally or unintentionally, we put God on the back burner and Majority of the time, it's probably unintentionally because we have so many things going on in our day to day. And we're like, okay, I'm gonna get to it later. or I'm gonna do it right before I go to sleep. But then you're so exhausted from all other things. And then you don't do it. Or you may be um, mapping out your finances. And you're like, I got to pay the rent. I got to pay the light bill. I got to put gas in my car. I got to get groceries. And then I'm gonna tie the rest that I have left over. Well, what kind of faith is that? That's not how it works. What the Bible says is that the first that comes in is the first that goes out to him. We can't put our trust in all these other things and give God our leftovers. That's just not how it works. We have to start putting him first all the time because he is the head and he should always be the head of our lives in every situation. And saying this out loud, it kind of actually makes me think like, wow, we are really selfish. We can be really selfish people and, it makes me feel guilty because I'm not perfect. And I know that I've done this before. Like I've done this a lot and it's okay because we can ask for forgiveness and it's never too late to get on the right track. Like God knows our hearts and he forgives us no matter what. So, so it's okay. Um, and just understand that sometimes shift happens but it's never too late to ask for forgiveness and get back on track. We have to reorganize or restructure so that God is always at the top of our morning and right before we close our eyes at night. Because guess what? He woke us up that day and he kept us through the day and we expect for him to wake us up the next morning. So why are we not 
showing him that our gratitude and that we're appreciative for those small things. And I know like small things sometimes get thrown on the wayside and it's like, oh, God knows I'm thankful for this. But no, like we need to show gratitude to him and we should always be putting him first and paying our tithes first and um, praying to him first and just keeping him at the top of our life. He is the head and not the tail. Okay. Point number three, replenish what's empty. We all know common ain't so common all the time, but common sense is we can't pour from what's empty. And if you're having a hard time keeping track with me, think about if you're thirsty and you go into the refrigerator and there's an empty jug there or empty bottle. You can't get anything to drink. So what are you going to do? You're going to go to the store and you're going to replenish it so that you can have more drink in your refrigerator. Well, the same thing for yourself or with God, you have to replenish yourself so that you can continue to pour out every single day. You need to replenish to God so that you can let him know that you're empty and you need more. Every single day we're pouring out into the world and it's important that we just replenish do things for yourself that fill you up um get around people that pour into you instead of draining you god wants us to be nourished of course there's going to be dry seasons but they don't have to last long because no matter what you're going through you have to continue to praise him and lift him up and pour into god so replenish yourself so that you can continue to do so and that you can feel good doing so because you never want to make God feel like he's being a burden on your life because you have to pour into him like you need to replenish yourself so that you can feel good um a lot of times dry seasons make us feel like we're being targeted or trapped or some sort so we have to just make sure we replenish ourselves and keep keep ourselves first so that we can be obedient to the Lord and do the things that we're supposed to do in your dry seasons that may be time for you to dig up the roots and then water yourself and you know reorganize um there's so many things that you can do during that replenishing season because like I said point number two is like reorganization is required and sometimes we can't find the time for that reorganization organization period but that replenishing time that could be the time where you are replenishing yourself and you're also reorganizing or restructuring the way that you do things every single day so just to recap today i discussed that it's okay to reroute number two reorganization is required and number three replenish what's empty and god will continue to bless your life okay now on to my favorite part of the show y'all already know i like to shed light on a faith slayer out here in the world doing some great things okay so this week's faith slayer goes to amber mac amber is a full-time working mama who loves god makeup and music she is the faith slayer because sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit but Amber has been blessed with some amazing talents and I'm excited to see how she shows up for herself this year. So y'all go ahead and show Amber some love by following her at Amber Mac underscore. Now, before we go, you already know 
never going to leave you out here dry. I want you to continue to walk by faith and slay plus pray each and every day because God's got you and I'm rooting for you, boo. So guilt can either hold you back from growing or it can show you what you need to shift in your life. This week, I want you to identify what areas of your life make you feel guilty. Then I want you to reorganize your schedule to fit God at the top of your morning and at the end of your night. And just be consistent with those things for 21 days and watch your life change. Watch shift happen. Okay. Now let's go ahead and close it out with prayer because y'all already know when two or more come together. (laughs) So close your eyes, bow your heads. If you're driving, just listen. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time today. I thank you for the faith community. Lord, I thank you for bringing us all together. I thank you for bringing us from different backgrounds and different experiences so so that we can have dialogue and better understand one another. Lord, I thank you for continuing to open up our eyes each and every day so that we can see the light, so that we can understand that you are here for us every single day and that you show up for us and that we need to show up for you. Lord, we thank you for making us obedient and allowing us to learn your word so that we can be obedient by your word. Lord, we thank you for all the things that you're getting ready to do. We thank you for blessings that aren't even here yet. We know that you are a way maker, God, and you have more than enough to go around for each and every one of us. Lord, we thank you for shift that is happening. Lord, we understand that rerouting may happen and that reorganization is required and that replenishing was empty has to happen in order for us to pour into you and to continue to keep you head of our lives lord we just thank you we thank you for everything that you're doing for us in christ jesus name we pray amen as always i really appreciate your thoughts and feedback about the show you can reach out to me on instagram at life is so sincere or shoot me an email i read and respond to every single comment dm and email and i may include yours in upcoming episodes until next time always walk by faith and slave plus pray and if you're not a part of the faith community join us at the faith community on facebook love y'all peace